Bukuli Triggers, Big Z here. Final mock draft time. That's right. The NFL draft is coming up on Thursday, April 29th. And we are recording our final mock draft. We got the whole Blue Kool-Aid crew here. And boy, oh boy, do we go in a lot of different directions. Uh, but man, it, Lions picking seventh, anything can happen. It's really exciting time to be a Lions fan. Uh, so it's just time to sit back, grab your Kool-Aid, relax. It's time for the final mock draft. Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. We are recording this on Monday, April 26th, which means the NFL draft is only three days away. And the Lions, of course, owning that seventh overall pick, um, amongst others. And we are going to do a final mock draft on this episode. We had some predictions come true uh, last year to a degree. A lot of us predicted Jeff Kuda. Some late-round prospects, too, came to play. Um, so we have some of worth to say here is what I'm trying to get at. But let's introduce the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew. So on Big Z, let's go around to the rest. So we got Connor. Hey. Bob. Hello there. Rudd Dog. Yo. And then we got UJ. Hey, Lions fans. All right, gentlemen. So what we're going to do, um, before I get into... That I just want to say off the top, the Lions have the seventh overall pick in the first round. Then they have the ninth uh, or the 41st overall pick, uh, two third round picks, the eighth and the 38th pick in the third round. Then one fourth round pick, the seventh pick in the fourth round, and then the ninth pick in the fifth round. So not a lot of draft capital this year, which makes them probably a prime candidate to trade back. But I think only one of us in our mock draft. Our final mock draft did it, a trade here. So what we're going to be doing, we're going to be revealing our final mock drafts, basically who we think the Lions are going to take at each of those draft picks and say whether or not we had a trade, and that'll impact who we selected, of course. Um, but we're going to go around, and we're going to say each of us in each round. So, gentlemen, are you are you ready? Are you confident in your mock drafts? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm ready. I have the answer key right here. <laughs> All <laughs> right, so let's get into it. So we're going to go into the first round, and, of course, the Lions – are on the clock, and they have the seventh overall pick. And there's a lot of possibilities here. And before I get into who we all picked, um, just some additional news that is probably relevant for the Lions at seven is that Mac Jones or Trey Lance, according to Ian Rappaport, whose information is good 98% of the time, so it's never 100%. (laughs) He's the one that did the Eric Ebron news, right? That said he tore his Achilles, and then he was just like a slight ankle sprain, right? That's the one, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. It's the one. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so he said that Trey Lance or Mac Jones are who the two quarterbacks, the San Francisco 49ers, looking at at three. So obviously, there's Trevor Lawrence at one, Zach Wilson at two, and then one of those two will be selected at three, which means Trey Lance and or Mac Jones and Justin Fields will still be available from four, pick four to six. So a lot can happen in there. Mm. But anyways, uh, who is the brave soul that wants to go first and say who they think is going to be picked at number seven here for the Detroit Lions? I'll say it. All right, UJ. I'll say it, Z. What do you think is going right. to happen here? Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen. All right, Big Z. Uh, I'm just going real quick down the list who I think is going to be picked. Uh, number one, Trevor Lawrence, no doubt. Number two, Zach Wilson. I wish he was going to us, but he's going to the Jets. Number three, Mac Jones. I'm 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 buying the hype that Frisco's looking at him. All right, I agree with you. 
Number four. Now, I think there's going to be a trade here. I, I'm, I'm guessing the Patriots, but I don't know who. Someone's going to trade up, but they're going to take Trey Lance at number four. Hmm. So first four picks are going to be quarterbacks. That'd be crazy. Number five, number five, a guy I'd probably like to have, but he's going to go. Uh, Penny Sewell is going to go to Cincinnati, I think. And Miami at six is going to pick uh, Michael Pitts from Florida. Kyle Pitts? This is, or Kyle Pitts, I'm sorry. Uh, so this is where it gets interesting now. Pick number seven, Detroit Lions on the clock. Oh, but there's a trade. Oh, my God. The Denver Broncos trade up two spots to the number seven pick and switching their seven with number nine and giving us the number 71 pick in the third round. And the Denver Broncos take Justin Fields, quarterback from Ohio State. At eight, Carolina Panthers are going to pick Jamar Chase, wide receiver from LSU. And at number nine, and there it is, fans. Are you ready? Micah Parsons, Penn State, Detroit Lions take him. Yeah, the number nine pick after trading down and getting an extra pick at 71. And plus, oh, 71 plus a third rounder next year also. All right. So two we got, we net two third rounders from moving down two spots. third rounders, one this year, one next year for moving up uh for moving back two spaces with Denver Broncos. Before we react to UJ's selection, what do we think of the trade value uh-huh. there? Two third rounders to move up to move back two spots. It, it would be bad. nice to get a little more, but but uh if that's the best offer, I guess that's pretty good because we still get a good player at a couple slots down. For sure. I would hope to at least get a second rounder personally out of that if we're, if we're okay. going to move back. Right. Especially yeah. if, if if they really want that quarterback, you can coax it out of them, I believe. Especially with the Panthers right, right behind you, which is also, also a quarterback needy team. I think that'd be something. I may have misjudged the trade value, but I think Denver really wants to get a quarterback. And it's going to be their last chance to get one of the elite quarterbacks. And uh, yeah. they're going to have to make a move. And maybe that'll drive Nick pay even higher. I don't know. But yeah. that's kind of what I was thinking. I would say, UJ, that you're not overselling. You're not, like, going crazy with what you're getting back. So it's like, yeah. reasonable. It's not, like, unreasonable that they would get that. So Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't All be right, mad about then. it. That's for sure. And then Micah Parsons at nine. Uh, I mean, he, his yeah. value is truly all over the place. Uh, where, where you look at the drafts. It it's is. as high as – seven to lions and then as low as and, in the and 20s. I was surprised myself when I picked him. All right. When, when I sat down and did this, I actually surprised myself that I picked him like a person, but it is such a, a, a place of need for the lions that uh, he'll immediately improve our defense immediately. So uh, I'm going with it. All right. Interesting. I mean, it's a special athlete. That's for sure. Uh, let, let's go yeah. on to uh, let's go to you, Bob. What'd you do here in the first round? All right. Well, I'll go. I'm just going to play out how this goes. Like, uh, obviously, um, what's his face? Trevor Lawrence. Then, um, sorry, I don't have my. Zach Wilson? Yeah. Uh, and I'm at the number three pick. That is so tough. I, but I'm going to also buy into the hype and say it's Mac Jones. Um, I could see that going a, a number of different ways. I think uh, the Falcons are going to go for Kyle Pitts. And then. My guy, who I want, is going to come off the board at five, Penny Sewell, unfortunately, which would make the Dolphins take Jamar Chase. So then the Lions are sitting there. This is without trades. Obviously, uh, with fields out there, something could happen. But without trades, I'm going to say the Lions go for an explosive athlete in Devonta Smith, uh, wide receiver out of Alabama. At number seven. Uh, that is not who oh, I, wow. I was – Hoping for, but uh, just the way I'm seeing it lay out, I think you want to 
Like they could get the guy, the uh, Rashawn Slater from Northwestern, but I don't think the value is quite there. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm going with Devonta Smith because I think his skill set is fits what uh, Jared Goff does. The guy gets good separation and um, he has good speed, but he's slippery, man. The guy, the way he moves around with the ball in the field, I think he'll help him out a lot. Uh, and our wide receiver room right now is pretty barren, so that's what I got, Devonta Smith. I would love that pick. But I would love to see that guy in a Lions uniform, man. Oh, Definitely, but so you you really think the Lions in this new regime, the first pick is going to be a wide receiver? Well, I right. think it's. I think they'd rather take Penny Sewell, or uh, I think they're just going to go with with what you can get at seven, like the best you want. You at seven, you want a guy who's going to be a future uh-huh. like pro bowler, a guy who's going to be there. I think he fits the bill. I mean, I'd rather have Jamar Chase or Sewell myself, but I don't think they'll be there either one. So. If they're going to stay at that spot, I think wide receiver because they definitely need a wide receiver. So. All right. Fascinating. All right. This is already way better than last year's, uh, at least for podcast material, because everybody <laughs> has Jeff, Jeff Acuna last year. So we're already off to a roaring it. start. Uh, let's start with you, Rudd Dog. All right. So I don't know how the first six are going to go, but I have pretty good confidence that at seven, the guy – I think will be the best player available. And I think regardless of position, this new staff is going to go for the best position available. And uh, it's a position of great need. And it happens to be the same exact pick as Bob Devonte Smith. I think he's my favorite player mm. in this draft. Honestly, I like other guys, but uh, I think it's going to unfold in a way. I think Sewell's going to be gone. Uh, I think Rashawn Slater would be a good pick, but I, I think, I think, uh, that Devontae Smith's a better player uh, at his position than Rashawn Slater. And I just think he could be an absolute weapon, no matter who's that quarterback. The dude is just, I mean, I, I just still have that national championship game stuck in my head. The way he put up over 200 yards in one half of football. And it was just, I've never seen such a dominating player. Uh, you know, even Megatron never put up something quite so impressive. I mean, close, but. You, Maybe you played a triple option offense in college. But whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying it was one of the single most dominant performances in sports period I've ever seen. And the dude is so athletically gifted. I think his size concerns can be mitigated and they'll they'll get him training to bulk up a little bit. But I just think he's going to be the pick. Maybe it's my heart, too. I don't know. Maybe I pick with my heart. Interesting. I mean, he's my favorite receiver <laughs> in the draft, too. A lot of people at Jamar Chase higher, but. Or Jalen Waddle, a lot of people have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like both those guys. I like both Alabama receivers better than Jamar Chase. I, I if, if you go watch Jamar Chase's tape, it's a, a lot of contested catches. It kind of reminded me of Kenny Galladay to a degree, but SEC yeah. version. Um, and that just kind of it screams to me like a lower floor and uh, like it's a riskier pick than I. Well, on that note, I think that's one of the reasons they didn't try so hard to re-sign Galladay because he didn't get the separation. I think they're looking for more guys who, who can actually get actual separation. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's one of the reasons I didn't re-sign Kenny. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, absolutely. Um, it, it, especially if you're looking at the way the uh, kind of Anthony Lynn's offense and the way the Rams operated uh, to a degree. Not that the Lions are going to have the Rams offense necessarily. But let's move on now to you, Connor. Who's your first-round pick? All right. I did not uh, plan out the first six picks of the draft. Um, I will say I don't think that the Lions are going to trade. 
and I don't want this to happen, but it's what I have a feeling will happen. I think at number seven, the Lions select Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields. Yeah, I think delicious. Interesting. Very. I think Sewell will be available, but they're going to pass on him because while I think there are question marks about Justin Fields, his ability to read the field being the top one, I think they're going to have a hard time finding a quarterback that athletically gifted. Um, his arm strength does remind me of Stafford in some ways. Um, and I think that's their guy. And I think that's who they're, they're going to go with in round one. Um, they're not going to listen to any trade offers. So if they go Justin Fields, when does he – what is the timeline for him to become a starter in the NFL? Is it next year? Because the Lions are kind of locked in on golf for two years here. I think he for sure sits year one, and I think year two, they're going to go with whoever is playing the best. Interesting. I, I mean, yeah. I, I like it. I, I'm I'm high on Fields. I'm surprised how far he's kind of – dropped in these uh at least in circles you know we don't know till draft day how far he's actually dropped obviously yeah that's true i could see him being higher. gone before the lions depending on how things fall you know when these teams move up so. yeah i definitely agree with that um and bob i think that's gonna be a big reason why i think who the lions are gonna pick here i i think at number seven uh, so trevor lawrence zach wilson go one two then mac jones i'm also with you on that board i think he goes number three I think someone's going to like Trey Lance enough um, in front of the Lions here. I don't know who or somebody trades up for him, but somebody's going to like him. Or they're going to like Justin Fields more. I, I think the Falcons are going to take a quarterback at that number four. Um, and then at five, if, if Penny Sewell gets drafted by the Bengals, then I'm going to get really excited because um, then I think Jamar Chase or Waddle um, or or maybe Devonta Smith. I'm not, I just don't think Devonta Smith will be the first wide receiver taken. Uh, we'll go to the Dolphins at six, and that, and then Kyle Pitts. I think we know it's Kyle Pitts at number seven. I, I, have, <laughs> I have a great feeling that he can land to us at number seven. If that he would does, be nice. I will be absolutely ecstatic. Uh, I, I don't even care what we do the rest of the draft. Honestly. I'd be so excited to get what I, who I think is the best player in the draft, and I'm just hoping there's been, you know, like. I hope some of these teams ahead of us are drafting for need. Like the Dolphins definitely need a wide receiver. The Bengals definitely need a offensive lineman, especially after Joe Burrow got injured. Uh, so I, I have a feeling, and in, in my mock draft that I did, uh, Kyle Pitts fell to us at number seven, and I rejected every trade offer uh, because of it. If he wasn't there, if Kyle Pitts is not there, I am a big fan of the Lions trading back, even if they get slightly lesser value than you might want, like a, like two thirds or something like that. Uh, the Lions desperately need draft capital uh, going forward. So I, I, I would be a big fan. And if they do trade back, uh, there I mean, there's a lot of good talent there. Would you trade up for him, Z? Kyle Pitts? Would you be okay if we traded up for him? It, only if we give up, like, a third rounder, I'd be fine with that. I, I just, I'm, I'm a huge fan of his. But I would not be pleased with it necessarily. Uh, I, I would probably, I would probably wouldn't do it. But if I had to, that'd be the most I'd probably be willing to give up. Uh, but, man, I, and just the possible trade candidates are probably like you guys are saying. I think the Cardinals are a big trade candidate um, just because they seem to be kind of going more all in, quote unquote, with uh, a lot of the veterans on their team. Yeah. yeah. But then you got the Patriots who are desperate for quarterback, although Jimmy Grapple could come right back to him uh, here any any day now. 
Did you guys see, uh, before we move on to the second round, did you see Kyle Shanahan's uh, quote about Jimmy Garoppolo? They asked if, you oh, know, yeah, what they was asked, that? They asked if they thought he'd be the quarterback uh, or the starting quarterback for the 49ers because they've been so steadfast about it for the last few weeks. And, they, and Kyle Shanahan said, uh, well, you know, I don't know if anybody's going to, if anybody in the world's going to be alive on Sunday, let alone who's going to be on our roster Sunday. <laughs> well, there's a big boost of confidence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. So he's, only, he's not only committed. He's not only non-committal to Jimmy Garoppolo. He's non-committed to every human being on the planet. I just thought it was a very strange quote, uh, but I, I got a chuckle out of me at least. The one thing I would say, last note on the first round, is I would love to trade back. That would be the ideal, but not to trade back too far. Yes. I mean, trade back a few right. spots and pick up some more capital. Because I think if we stay up to the middle of the first round, we can get a really good player. So, yeah, yeah, I agree with that, Bob. But out of all the picks I've heard here, I there's not one I don't like. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know they're all great picks. So. You get the um, back to like fifteen. Anyway. Zayvon Collins comes into play. Well, it's a better say. first round than it was last year. You know, there was yes. more more available. I yes, yes, I completely agree with that. Um, and so yep. you got the Broncos picking ninth. You have the Chargers thirteenth. You have the Patriots fifteen. Cardinals sixteen. Uh, Washington football team nineteen. So all possible. Uh, those are those are I'd see as the upper tier of trade candidates. Uh, but hey, what's Kid Jay think? Oh yeah, let's ask our producer Kid J. Producer Kid J. Who do you think the Lions are going to take at seven here in the first round? I think they're going to take Penny Sewell. Um, I like it. I I think I, I think right, like I think that. everybody's going to go. Receiver or tight end, uh, the first six pick or quarterback, and I think Penny Sewell's gonna be right there for the Lions. I think um, I think the Bengals are gonna draft Jamar Chase or an, one of the wide receivers. That I think that just be too tempting for them to pass up. And I, that's what they've done in the past. They haven't really drafted off the line early. Well, I'd I'd have no problem with that. Reunite Jamar Chase with Joe Burrow. <laughs> if the Lions do trade back in the first round, I do not want them taking a wide receiver. I, I just don't think it's worth it. Not class. I think Devonta Smith at seven is too high. I, I think that's just too high. If they, I think if you're too high. Him, I will not be oh. super happy. I give it. A well, I take speed. exception to what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just. Uh, but. All right. I let's move on. Historic. All right. Yeah, we can move on. Uh, let, yeah. Let's move on now to the second round. And the Lions, of course, in this uh, round, they have the ninth pick, the forty-first overall pick. So let's go in that order again. So let's go back to you, UJ. Um, All what right. do you have the Lions doing? Well, we went, surprisingly, we went defense in my mock draft in the first uh, round. So uh, in this round, I think I'm going to go Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle from Alabama. Now, there's there's varying opinions of where he'll go and, and how good this guy is, but uh, I, I, I think pretty highly of this guy actually. And I think uh, he it's possible he will be available to us in our second pick. So, and it, it is an area of need for us. And, uh, and this guy's a big dude. I mean, he's, he's six, six, three twenty two. played for Alabama. I mean, played on a great team and I just think this guy'd be quite an asset. So, and uh, I think he'd help us out a lot. So I'm um, that's it. That's my pick. Alex Leatherwood. All right. All right. Oh, All right. Damn. And the, and the, the, the depth of, uh, O Lyman is supposed to be pretty good, so Lions can definitely get some good value here in the second round. Yeah, uh, let's go to you, Bob. Who do you have the Lions taking in the second round? All right. Well, I had uh, obviously I had Devonta Smith in the first round. Let me just go 
pick eight through 41 and I'll give you how it lays out. No, I'm just, no, so I'm going to go defense for round two. We have one of the worst linebacking crews in America. So they're going to address that with Jamin Davis. Ooh. Ooh, or 234 like pounds. The guy's an excellent like run stuffer, 42 inch vertical. The guy's an athlete, so and he had a really good pro day. Impressed a lot of people. I think he'll he's going to be a good pro. If he falls to us, I'd be so psyched to redo him. I like that pick. So like if it. he's there, I like that too. I like it. Jamin Davis, absolutely. God only knows Lions need a linebacker that'll yeah uh, mm. be consistent. <laughs> Any <laughs> well, sort of. I'll way. just take good. Well, we- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We'll take we mediocre. Tampa did the Super Bowl last year. What Tampa did the Super Bowl last year with those two linebackers was just unbelievable. Oh, yeah. yeah, they should they should have been the MVPs of the game, not Brady, my opinion. Mm-hmm. But imagine if we had linebackers like that. Oh, yeah, great. Oh, man. Well, we have Micah awesome. Parsons in your in your vision, UJ. That's right. That's right. Like so yeah. let's uh, let's go to you, Rudd Dog. All right. So you know we passed on old linemen in the first round. And here we're going to repri- uh, you know, fix that. And uh, uh, with uh, it could be a little bit of a reach, but Big Z's really sold me on this guy. Yeah, I know. You're Quinn Miners, baby. <laughs> That'd be such a fun pick. Stud guard. Dude's got the right pedigree, the physical size, and the, all the attributes. And uh, I just, I really love the idea of, of, I think actually our guard position was probably our weaker position than right tackle. I would be okay if we address the guard. I'd be okay rolling into another season with Crosby, expecting to start at right tackle, I would, or you know whoever wins with Fi Tai or whatnot. But I think in that scenario, we get a stud right guard to really sure up that center from you know next to Ragnow. And I would just, I think this would be, even if it is a reach, I don't care. I would love to get a guy like this in the second round. That would be probably a lot higher than people are expecting, but it wouldn't be a super. I don't think it'd be a super reach by any means. Uh, yeah, I'd I, t- be, I'd be thrilled with that. I'd be. I think I'd normally I project them in more like the third round, but you sold me on them, Z. So I, I like the idea. <laughs> Z gets the blame if it goes wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like it, man. Uh, let's go to you, Connor. All right, so round two, I have the Lions selecting Terrace Marshall, uh, wide receiver out of mm. LSU. Um, he's been compared to Julio Jones. Uh, he's got some speed, um, some good ways to get some separation, which I know the Lions are going all in on speed now. Um, and his injuries in the past, I know, um, have made him drop a little further than I think he would have been had that not occurred. Um, but I mm. think – the Lions got to get a wide receiver at some point. And mm-hmm. I think that's where they do it. I definitely like the talent and size too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and maybe a little underrated because LSU's offense is kind of a, a shit show. Without <laughs> Joe Burrow. Yeah. I mean, they were constantly yeah. changing schemes and stuff. It was a very odd offense uh, to watch. Uh, so I, I like it. Uh, so what I did, here, and again, I use Pro Football Network's mock draft uh, for my picks here, um, and who I who was available here at forty one uh, for me, which is not totally unreasonable, uh, is Jalen Phillips, the edge rusher uh, from Miami. Ooh, I like that. Uh, okay. Six foot five, two sixty, 
redshirt junior uh, out of Miami, had eight sacks last year. Uh, but man, it just a super athlete, four five seven, thirty six inch, four five seven forty, thirty six inch vertical. A uh, lot of comparisons to Ryan Kerrigan uh, in the NFL, so mm. that type of player as well. Uh, the longtime Washington Redskins oh. slash football team. I love it. So, I uh, yep that that's who I landed on there, and I, the Lions definitely need a uh, pass rush help. So they're. So yeah. The interior is pretty weak. Yeah. The interior is pretty weak uh, in this draft, unfortunately. So, mm. um, but th- this is a guy that can stand up too and play a little bit of linebacker as well. That's another reason I like him. Kind of, kind of versatile, and God only knows Lions need that. <laughs> um, For sure. But let's move on now to the third round. Uh, so, Kid J. we have. Oh wait, yeah, Kid J. Who do you think the Lions will take in the second round? I think if he if he's there, I did a pro football network. Um... Um, uh, mock draft similar too, and I got Jason, uh, Jason Owe was available to me, so I took Jason Owe. Oh, uh, yeah. Owe, He's a wild Owe, card. Owe, he, can, Owe. he can go from anywhere from, like, the 20th pick probably to, like, 45th pick. Like, You're right. He's Con- Connor thing, would man. like it because then we can do Owe, 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 because he's a soccer fan. I I picked I picked him over Jalen Phillips is also available and I picked him over Phillips because Phillips I would do that too. Phillips has a Phillips has had like some like concussion issues, a lot of like some like health problems. Seems like a little could it could be like a could be like a situation down the road. Just no way, just has a lot of upside. So yeah, Uh, I definitely I I would I would take away over Phillips too uh, for sure. He was not available in my mock draft, though, so I went with the best available there. Uh, but I love it. Love it, love it, love it. So let's go now to the third round. And in the third round, uh, as mentioned earlier, Lions have the eighth pick and the 38th pick, so 72 and 101st overall pick. Uh, the third, the second right. one, of course, being the compensatory pick that they got in the Jared Goff trade. So, UJ, third round, what are the Lions doing here? You Say both your third-round picks. All right, uh, I have, we, the pick we got from Denver would be pick number 71, and we're 72, so we'll have two picks in a row here. That'll be so exciting for Lions. Oh, yeah. Watching this. It's going to be great. Oh, so I know uh, I don't know how you're going to feel about this one, but uh, uh, Connor already picked him in the second round. I like Terrence Marshall. I think he there's a chance, and I'm, I'm taking the chance that he's going to slip there, and he'll be available at three. Because I do love this guy like Connor does, too. I just I just think – there's a chance he'll he'll be there. He could be a star. Yeah, so I'm having him for my uh, 71st pick in the draft, Terrence Marshall, wide receiver at LSU. And then number 72, the very next pick, Davion Nixon, defensive tackle from Iowa. Um, Just everything I read about this guy, I know it's a weak defensive tackle class, but this guy has apparently quite a good upside, uh, good at getting to the quarterback, which I think, our new coaching regime is going to be big on that. So I think this guy's got a chance to contribute. So uh, Devion Nixon, defensive tackle from Iowa with a 72nd pick. I like it. All right. like it. I love it. I love it. I want you some more. Both, I love it. You, That'd be a dream if he fell that you, far. You said both their the, the 101st pick too? Oh no! Oh no! Oh, I do have that too, though. Yep. I, I thought that was the next yep, round. Say all your third rounders. All your third okay. rounders. Okay, here it is: Radarius Williams, cornerback, Oklahoma State, six foot one ninety three, four four eight speed. Uh, 
Uh, pretty good player from everything I read, and, and they are going to need cornerbacks. Uh, so I, I think they're going to go for one here, take a chat on this guy. All righty. I like it. Let's move on to you, Bob. Third round. All right. Round three at number 72. Um, all right. I addressed a linebacker in the second round, but our linebacker sucks. So I'm going to still go with another linebacker in the third round. Uh, Jabril Cox out of LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he was at North Dakota State for a couple of years and he went to LSU. Didn't miss a beat. The guy's uh, quite an athlete, had nine interceptions. Um, he is a solid, solid linebacker. He probably won't start right away, but uh, he probably will in a year or two. So uh, Jabril Cox, LSU, I got him. I don't know if you guys like him. but uh, And then my other third rounder, offensive tackle, Stone Forsythe from Florida. Uh, oh, this guy's name a big- alone. He's a big monster, 6'8", 315 pounds. He's a good run blocker, a little rough around the edges, but he's third rounder, and I, I think he'll, he'd be, he'll be a, a guy that can rotate in uh, eventually. So, Stone Forsyth. I like the name. All right. A great so, name. I like it. I love yeah. the name. <laughs> so, I got a linebacker and an offensive tackle. So, there we go. All right. Addressing some needs there in the third <laughs> round. Let's go to you, Rudd Dog. All right. So, for the first pick, in the second round or the third round, I have the Lions taking Milton Williams out of Louisiana Tech. Mm. Dude is a he's a defensive lineman. He's like six three two eighty three. Ran a four six three forty. I feel like if this was a combine year and he did that, he would have been on everybody's radar. But in this strange year, I think like it's he's kind of gone under you know unnoticed to some extent. But I mean everybody's. Getting fast forty times this year, right? Yeah. So I mean, fair, but I mean, even if you, you tack on another tenth to that, that's still impressive at that weight. I mean, that's mm-hmm. you're talking Aaron Donald range speed there, and they, you know, he's, they say he's got to build, fill out his frame, and figure out some things. But I mean, that athletic ability on the inside, could, you know, who knows what could come of that? A little development that could be an You know, he could maybe be like an Aaron Donald, maybe unreasonable, but. You know he's got that kind of ceiling, so I, I like to address our. That, that's where we address our interior D line because we we seriously need pass rush from the interior. Definitely. And then uh, with my second pick in the third round, uh, this is one of my favorite picks in the draft. If we can land him in the later mid to late rounds, is uh, or whatever the second day on is uh, Marcus Stevenson out of Houston. I mentioned him before in previous podcasts, this guy, so we're double dipping at receiver here, but this guy is straight electric when he's on the field. I know he's had some issues, but uh, absolute outstanding vision can be an excellent returner, which we also need to replace Agnew. I know we have some uh, already have some candidates on the team, but he can throw his head in there. Uh, I think Lions fans are going to love this guy when he gets the ball in his hands and can be an absolute weapon to go along with uh Devontae Smith, so woo, I'd be excited. Absolutely. And uh yeah. Dog, just to throw out some comparisons of Aaron Donald versus Milton Williams. So Aaron Donald six one, Milton Williams six three, Donald and Williams both two eighty five. Uh Donald bench thirty five times, Williams thirty four, forty yard dash, Donald four six eight, Williams four six three, like you mentioned. Vertical, Donald thirty two inches, Williams thirty eight and a half inches. Broad yeah, jump, Aaron free. Donald, nine foot eight, 
Uh, Williams, 10 foot one short shuttle, Ooh. Aaron Donald, four, three, nine, which, so this is 10 yard. Uh, that's what short shuttle is or no short shuttles, five yards, five yards and 10 or five, 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 five. Uh, anyways, four, three, nine Williams, four, three, three, and then three cone drill, Donald, seven, one, one Williams, six, nine, six. So yeah. again, th- wow. these are not, that's not, wow, he's better than Aaron Donald. Time. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I just—you mentioned a comparison, uh, so I just wanted to throw out the times to kind of give you the. That there that's is a, a comparison amazing, there. Those yeah. times that is too. amazing. I so. mean, someone with that kind of skill set—you know—he does—he's not Aaron Donald, but has potential to disrupt the field in similar ways. To, that's such a rare physical skill set. Definitely. So you went Milton Williams, and a, a second one was uh, um, Marquez Stevenson out of Marquez Houston. Stevenson, right, 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 right. So, Connor, let's go to you. Third round. Looking at my third round pick, I don't think there's any chance he falls. But I actually have Bob's second round pick, Jameen Davis, falling uh, linebacker out of Kentucky. Mm. Um, That'd I really be like phenomenal. this guy. Jameen. That'd be awesome. Jameen. Jamin. I believe it's Jamin Davis. Is there Jamin. another Davis got there? Jamin. Come Is on. it Jamin? Is that how you say it? Oh, yeah. Jameen? That's how we say it. Jamin's more fun. You say Jameen. I believe it's Jamin, David. Jamin. Could it be a a rolling J, like a Ja? Yeah. Jamin. I like him. I think he's really good in the zone. He could be a three-down linebacker for us, um, which, as Bob said previously, must must fill position. I like his plan of getting two linebackers because, good Lord, we suck there. But this <laughs> yeah. is the guy I got us taking at 72. Uh, the football gods will smile on us and he will fall. Well, it would be smiling if, if he falls there. I agree with you. That, that would be a great I'll pick. be surprised if he That'd falls to Bob's pick, honestly. <laughs> I've, I've heard some people yeah. be higher on him than others. So we'll True. See, but never know what to go higher. higher. Never know. He'll definitely probably go higher. You never um, know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, who's your second third round pick uh, there, Connor? Oh, right, right. I'm sorry. I forgot. There's multiple. Uh, I have at 101, uh, Andre Sisco, uh, safety out of mm. Syracuse. Um, yeah. he's, got a little bit of, he's got a little bit of an injury. I love the name Cisco. Mm. You know, it's like the, the tech company, like the Cisco. If you ever work in an office, you probably have some Cisco product. Oh, yeah, sure. I totally thought uh, you were going to say the singer. <laughs> He's uh he's got a couple injuries in his past, which is not great, but he's really good at pass breakups and he's had a decent number of interceptions. And I think that's a position we really need to fill as well. So that's who I, I got at one. I, th- I think a decent amount of interceptions an understatement, uh, but just because he he led the entire country in interceptions his freshman year of college at Syracuse, he had seven. Yeah. Then he had five the following year after that, and then he had injury problems like you mentioned uh, this this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, but he only had like two or three of those injuries. So definitely um, a ball hawking guy that I well, would not hate, and he's uh, kind of known as a late late bloomer. Uh, so uh, he he's doesn't have a ton of experience under his belt in terms of like he well, he's only played college basically. He didn't play a lot in high school. Um, yeah. but he, he doesn't have an official forty time listed, I believe. So it's hard to say how fast <laughs> and what his athletic yeah. is. Yeah, they don't they don't care younger. about the forty though. Brad Holmes yeah. even said they don't give a shit about the forty. <laughs> looking at game tape. That's actually really yeah. impressive that he went straight from no football to just hawking the ball like a champ. Like that's yeah. that makes me really intrigued. Imagine Definitely. some coaching at the pro level will do. Um. So yeah, I'll uh, go, I'll go to my third round now. So I have Tylen Wallace going with our first pick in the third round, the wide receiver mm-hmm. out of Oklahoma State. He's known as a good route runner. Uh, he's had some injury 
problems, but I like, uh, again, this is a lot going off with scouts and what they say, you know, not the most quick guy necessarily. I believe, uh, I don't have his 40 time up. I, I, I'd lost it, but it's, it's about like four five ish. Uh, so not a leader. It's like low four fives. Uh, so not a leap by any means, but he's known for really good route running skills and winning 50, 50 balls. So I like that combination of things. And in the third round, he'd probably be higher if it wasn't for his injury history. Uh, so I really like Tylen Wallace here early in the third round. I think Brad Holmes is going to be targeting a wide receiver in the third round. That seems to be kind of his wheelhouse. And and, and another reason why I don't think the Lions are going to be targeting a uh, wide receiver early in the draft. And then my second pick, I went safety as well, but I did not go Andre Cisco, although I would not mind that at all. I actually went Jamar Johnson out of Indiana. So a junior. Uh, he had uh, four interceptions last year to the year before that, known as a ball-hawking type of safety. Um, Indiana played him kind of as a free-ranging safety, so he just read the quarterback's eyes and react immediately, and he did it really well. Uh, the downside of this guy, and probably why he falls to the third round and not earlier, is that there's some things on his tape where he's not 100% full go on some tackles. <laughs> oh, great. What, what, what they call uh, making business decisions, uh, which is always a slight concern for sure, but – I, that, I believe that doesn't make me think uh, Campbell would want a guy like that, but I could be wrong. I know, I know, but I just think his ball hawking ability uh, is a rare to find, and the the Lions need somebody like that in the back end. And I think, yeah, if you believe in the power of Dan Campbell and his energy to inspire, then this man will be inspired to lay his body on the line when he comes uh, time to make some money in the NFL instead of college. All right, I like it. Ready. Yeah. Um, but I would not hate Andre Cisco, Connor. Okay. I, I would. I both were available, and I went Jamar Johnson just because probably more my familiarity with watching him in Indiana more than anything else. I respect that. No, that's a good pick. I like that. All right, so we spent a lot of time with the third kid round. Uh, so we can kid J. Oh yeah, kid J. Kid J. Do you have a third rounder? <laughs> sorry. Yes, I had. Um, I had a uh, Amon Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, USC uh, USC wide receiver, going at a boom. All right. um, the first pick, and then I Ooh. had Andre Cisco as the second. Nice. Uh, I see some overlap here. Amon Ron St. Brown, the brother of Aquarius St. Brown. I don't know if you guys remember him, NFL wide receiver. I remember him. Uh, crazy name. I, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Aquarius. Uh, <laughs> Aquarius St. Brown. I want, let's just scroll with that. Anyways, his brother <laughs> yeah. wide receiver out of USC. Is this like Key and Peel? I like that. Like, I had a wide receiver in the first round, but if we didn't uh, pick one in the first round, I would definitely look for one in the third. So I like that pick. Absolutely. So let's let's move on now to the fourth round. All right. Uh, UJ, you don't have to elaborate on him too much to say uh, who, who you had here. All right, well, you know, I know it's, like I said, a weak D tackle class, but it's a position need. Uh, Jared Goldwire, defensive tackle from Louisville, 6'6", 305. I mm. uh, played half the season last year, played five games, but uh, apparently his production in those last five games was outdid his whole two years before that. This guy's a guy on the on the rise. So uh, I think they're going to take a shot on this guy. Jared Goldwire, defensive tackle, Louisville. Nice. All right, awesome. Let's go to you, Bob. All right. Um, all right, round four. Now, fight. Last... what? I said fight. Oh, fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to go offense again here. Um, a guy out of Oklahoma. Do we have a good Oklahoma running back in the past? Perhaps we did with Billy Sims. Hmm, so this has got shades Sims, of Billy man. Sims. Not really, but uh, but he's a running back, and he's from Oklahoma. So I'm thinking Billy Sims <laughs> 2.0. Uh, and I'm going to go with uh, Ramondre Stevenson. The guy's six foot, 246 pounds. The guy's a bulldozer. He can uh, he would uh, you know through that those short yardage situations late in games. He's going to be pounding the ball. He's good at quarterback protection. He's got soft hands because he occasionally toss the ball to him. But basically, he's going to be your short yardage back, either to block or to like pound the ball in. Uh, his first tackler, he always carries him a couple yards. So they got to pile on this guy to stop him. So got a running back, Ramondre Stevenson from Oklahoma. Bob, I like it. The first running back in this draft on this podcast. Very <laughs> good. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, let's go to you, Red Dog. All right. In the fourth round, I was finally addressing, I would say, our biggest position of need, which is linebacker Pete Werner out of Ohio State. Uh, good size linebacker, ran a nice 40 time, 459. Uh, it was, was noted for having done a little bit of everything in the, in, at, at Ohio State. Uh, some issues, obviously. This is the fourth round, though, but so I, but I think this kind of is the kind of guy that could add some nice. Uh, consistency and versatility to our linebacking core was a three-year starter at Ohio state, by the way. And he also had three labrum surgeries. It's like me. <laughs> wow. Spirit in Did you pick him because of labrum surgery? <laughs> Kindred spirits. No, I just, I like his size and speed and potential in the, in the, in this round of this stage. And obviously for our position of need. All righty. I like hey. it. I like it. God only knows the Lions need help at linebacker. A common oh, yeah. theme that we've been <laughs> spewing uh, throughout the episode here. So, Connor, let's go to you. <laughs> yeah. Fourth round. Spew us something. Um, Keep spewing. <laughs> I couldn't think of a word. That's the one that first popped up. <laughs> I, shall, uh, I shall spew. Um, I pick 112. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I love this pick. I, I see a decent amount of upstate. Upside, uh, I have the Lions selecting Deontay Brown, um, offensive lineman from Alabama. Uh, he he's uh, he's a big boy. Um, in fact, some would say he's too big of a boy. Um, <laughs> one of his cons is that he definitely needs to lose some weight. Um, so he would be uh, a project for the Lions training staff. Um, but six in, three, the three forty four. Uh, yeah the list of Damn. in short in short bursts in in confined areas though he's really solid um with strong fundamentals um and you know alabama like is just a factory for those offensive linemen so i think he could be a good project for the lions and uh if they can get him a little more fit uh could be a good pick there round four i like okay. that i like it excellent uh, in the fourth round i won kendrick green offensive guard out of illinois baby illinois um Ooh, but uh, a guy that's known, uh, he some people project him as a starter in the NFL. I think this is a good spot if he falls there uh, to take a guy and that could possibly fill our guard position of that we need at right guard. And he can also play some center as well, uh, so he has some versatility to him. He's six foot one, three oh five as well. You pick an Illinois guy. What a shock! What a shocker there. Yeah. Uh, this is pure value. Pure value. Honestly, swear to God. Yeah, four, yeah, yeah. Four eight eight forty yard time too. So, 
Plenty of athleticism. And Notre yeah. Dame uh, tr- tr- strongly tried to recruit him as well, and I that's always a good sign. Uh, O-line you over there. So he doesn't have much in the way of brains. <laughs> so we're, we're not drafting him for his brain, but okay, I get that. No problem. All right, let's go to the last. Uh, <laughs> Justin. Kid J. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Proud if you didn't forget Kid J. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I, know, I, Sorry. I, uh, I picked with. The... I'm glad you guys cut me off. I was like waiting for it. It was perfect. I, uh, Kid oh, J. Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. With, uh, pick one twelve. Uh, Paulson Edibo, a cornerback from Stanford. Cornerbacks have only drafted guys that was like, or like signed guys this offseason on like one year deals or just like reclamation projects. So they definitely use some. Some more talent in the defensive backfield. Yeah, I get yeah, it. For sure. sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's go to the fifth round now. The Lions have um my mouse. All right. So the ninth pick in the fifth round, pick one fifty three overall. And does anybody have a pick beyond the fifth round? No. Yeah. yeah UJ's the only one that made a trade and it did not net six or seventh rounders. Way to go, UJ. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so let's start with you. Who the Lions? Who's the Lions' last draft pick here in the fifth round? All right, this is probably my favorite pick of the whole oh, draft. Wow. Okay, oh, yeah, and, and you're it's gonna love this one. It, it, it's been mentioned before <laughs> in previous podcasts, but uh, I think his name translates to Holy Devil, Divine Diablo, <laughs> safety out of Virginia Tech. I mean, just the name alone, Divine Diablo. That's that's incredible. <laughs> I, I mean, we, and we need safeties, right? Yeah. So why not Holy Devil? The Holy Devil, Divine Diablo. I love it, man. That's that's my pick. <laughs> if we pick this guy, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a party. It's, it's I'm gonna. You know what party. jersey you're buying? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely, Divine Diablo. <laughs> you just had to drop the mic now. If he falls in, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I mean, he has a third, third or fourth round grade on him, uh, so. If he does fall to fifth, you know that that would actually be like a legit pick. Net like so, it's not like he's a like an undrafted free agent. You're picking in the fifth round here. It's like a legit pick. Well, I where you read this stuff because I didn't read him going that high, but that's all right. I picked him more for his name. Yeah. <laughs> a name will instill fear into other. I like players. it. We should only pick off names. There should I be agree. no <laughs> scouting or anything. We should have just a name draft, like just draft. Uh, whole oh. pod done just picking names. That would be fun. That we should good. do that one next year. We should do a name. Draft. We definitely should. All right, all right. Market, market up. All right, Bob. Who do you have in the fifth round here for the Lions? All right. Well, I have a defense, a defender. He was uh, first team All ACC in 2020, and he's from Virginia Tech by the name of Divine Diablo. (laughs) (laughs) I do see him falling. He's not going to be a third rounder, but uh, I could see him there. And he's a a hell of a special teams player, which we could do. I I don't see him being a starter, but I I see Divine Diablo being a contributor. That's two. That's two. All right. right. Building. Come on. Okay. Well, say it, say it. No, I'm not picking James. They're fine. Yeah. Uh, I am, however, picking a safety. But my safety is James Wiggin out of Cincinnati. Uh, 5'11". <laughs> Less enthusiasm on the podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not finding a jersey for that guy. <laughs> 
he's got he's got good size 511 209 real at real good speed ran a 441 uh he's also noted as having the kind of character traits that will endear him to coach as a football character has a lot of natural uh just they put him at they they know him as a freak athlete uh he did have an injury he had came back from knee surgery in his after his junior year but proceeded to put up his best season in football so uh all around cover guy and run stopper so i, I think that this would be good value at this hey, stage yeah well, whatever Who's he's 511 <laughs> divine diablo's 6-3 so there you go yeah I didn't think that. I didn't have dude. Divine Diablo falling this far. Okay. What's the name? <laughs> and he runs without his feet even touching the ground. <laughs> All right, Connor. Let's go to you. Fifth round. Um, I wish I picked Divine Diablo, now, <laughs> but I did not. Yeah, it is. It is. I went down. back. <laughs> I went back to the wide receiver pool and picked uh, Josh Palmer, a receiver out of Tennessee. Uh, I think he's really good at the line, and I think he's really good at getting separation, um, which is something I think the Lions are shifting away from that contested catch-type player with, uh, you know, the Marvin Jones, Galladay's the world, and they're just looking for guys who are going to get open, and I think this is the guy. Um, not the yeah. sexiest wide receiver pick, but at round five, what are you going to do? Um, no Divine Diablo. He's no Divine Diablo. <laughs> so, you know, you could, you could grade this an F just based off not drafting him, but <laughs> – yeah, what's what, what I got? What's his name, Connor? You know, what's his name again? Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer. Okay. All right. Sounds good. What do you receivers? Yes, we uh, do. So I got two receivers in this draft for me. I like it too. I like it. I don't like that. <laughs> um, hey, <what? laughs> who asked you? <laughs> Um, so part, part of me uh, in the fifth, I did not go Di- divine Diablo either in the fifth round. Losing credibility here. Z. Jeez, come on. Let's go. Um, it's the one obvious pick. In the I'm really game. hoping in the fifth round for some reason, Trey Sermon can fall there. I think that'd be a, like an incredible pick in the fifth Ooh, round. I, I, did, awesome I, I did not pick that's, him though. I'm just saying, I hope, I wish he though. would fall there. Uh, who I actually end up did picking was. Another Oklahoma State running back. Uh, so, Bears I mean, we've Sanders. had a good history of Oklahoma State running backs. Yeah. So yeah. I went with one here, uh, Chuba Hubbard, out of Oklahoma Ooh. State. I was thinking about him actually. That's a good one. Like Four that. five forty. Um, once a perennial Heisman candidate, now fifth round draft pick. <laughs> uh, really fell down, um, but he is a, a guy that's capable of like hitting the home run type run. Uh, that, that's what you'll find. You'll find a guy that's stuffed, 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 and then he'll just break one out. Uh, so this is kind of boomer bust pick, but that's what the fifth round's all about, really. Uh, so a guy with that much talent in the in his history, maybe just had one off year at Oklahoma State. I'm not sure what it, uh, what it was, uh, but Chuba Hubbard. I went for the bigger name here in the fifth round. So, gentlemen, oh okay. wait, yeah. <laughs> Kid J. Thank you, thank you, Big Z. <laughs> thank you, Big Z. Thank you, Big Bob J. I, uh, I'm not running with the devil like um, like you, Jay, and uh, Bob are, but um, but I'm uh. I'm picking uh, Jamar Jefferson, running back out of Oregon State. He had a, a really good year last year. Mm. He carried the um, Oregon State offense for at times, and he unleashed like like 140 yard games, like at least two or three of them. And uh, he he's a really good like one cut runner. I think that's what the Lions are kind of kind of be looking for. And um, 
Yeah, I think he'd be a good rotation back for them when um eventually uh carry on Johnson comes back. All right. All right. And Thanks. there you have it, our final mock drafts. And just on that note, during the draft, when any of our picks come up, we got to drink a shot. Okay. All right. Okay. When we draft them or just, just when they get drafted? And whoever gets the drunkest, it wins the draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, they pick our drink pick? Drink some most Kool-Aid. Drink some most Kool-Aid, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> we just One thing about this draft, though, I think it's going to – I have good confidence in this draft. I think there's a lot of talent out there. I think the Lions are going to really upgrade. I think it's – I think with uh, Brad Holmes that we're going to be very happy after draft day. So – Trust the process. Yeah, I like it. Gotta trust yeah. the process. And what are we doing? We're happy, Bob. We drink shots. All right. <laughs> there you go. A blue Kool-Aid. Yeah. 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 Right. Everclear Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Everclear. That's, that's not in the Kool-Aid. Yeah, but no, uh, on that note, Bob, I, I agree with you. I'm excited about this draft. Too. Very excited. <laughs> It yeah. seems like we have more options at seven than we did at three last year. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah you're I right, too. Connor. I agree. Right. definitely agree with that. Definitely agree. I think a lot of people agree with that uh, statement. So, gentlemen, those are our final mock drafts. And we will anticipate to see if we are correct. Uh, They're all solid picks except for Rudd Dog's fifth rounder, which kind of brought us yeah, all down. Horrible. Yeah, <laughs> Only mine. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I changed my pick. (laughs) All right. So thank you, everybody. Uh, We hope you will tune in uh, for the draft on Thursday. See what the Lions do. We'll try to get you a reaction as soon as we can uh, to what the Lions are doing in the draft. So Twitter at Drinking Lions. Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. We'd appreciate if you follow us on those social medias. And in addition, please subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave a review. We'd really greatly appreciate it. Otherwise, we hope everybody enjoys the draft coming up on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Get excited, Lions fans. Get excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, So thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be talking to you soon about the draft. And last but not least, as always... Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Go, Go. Lions! Oh, we did it! We did it! All right, all right. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.